What's up, all you freaks and geeks of the world? It's your very sex mother, and I'm here with another episode for the Sex Experience Podcast. If I sound like um, a lot less chipper or whatever, because I'm getting over a sinus infection, so if you hear like a little noise in the background, <laughs> that's my humidifier. I'm basically gotten over most of the cold. All I have to do is get my voice back, but with my profession. <laughs> Sometimes my voice, um, sometimes I have to yell at kids. Basically, that's just about it. And when I have to yell or use my voice, like, at a different level and stuff, it doesn't help when you have a sinus infection. But nevertheless, we're going to get to the episode, as you can see by the title. But, of course, before I speak on the episode, I'm going to pull my motherfucking self Book a session with me at www.fairyintimate.com if you want to talk about your erotic needs and desires, goals. You need help bringing out that inner demon, that inner freak, that inner thigh pocket inside of you. Book a session with your girl. That's all I got to say. Anyways, as you can see by the title, you're kind of like probably like, what? What's it supposed to be about? But these are basically going to be tips of how you know that you're having good sex because I think a lot of people assume that they're having good sex but at the same time they have a lot of um complaints or things they want to change they have a lot of suggestions or like I'm gonna get into it basically but this is how you know that you're having good sex or this is what This is what it takes to have good sex. And I think people only also, before I get into like the tips and stuff, I also think people only focus on the physicality of sex and not the mental um, behind it. Because sex is physical and mental, right? But I mean, like I've asked you guys several times before, who taught us how to have sex? Because if we go based off of what we see on porn, Porn doesn't tell you, like, how to mentally stimulate your partner or the the idea of foreplay is not really, like, shown on porn. It's more like, oh, (laughs) feels dick, kisses here and there, and then now it's dick and mouth, pussy on top lip, scrape clitoris across the nose. Like, it just goes so fast, and in reality... Um, that's not how our bodies are actually set up. So, like I said, these are four tips to either know that you're having good sex or if you want to have good sex, these are four tips to create that environment so you can't have good sex. So, number one, don't complain about everything. Okay, so look, hear me out. There are people who complain about, like, everything in the bedroom or damn near everything. Like, everything or a majority of what's going on is not satisfying you. Or there is an issue and there's a problem every single time. So you just feel the need to either stop it or you have an attitude. You start to act different. Whatever the case may be. If you have to... Excuse me. Damn, my voice is going in and out. If you have to complain to your partner about every single thing, then honestly, you may need to look at yourself to see exactly what do you like, what do you like, what do you dislike. Because not every single thing 
needs or has to be a problem. You chose to sleep with this person for whatever the reason is, and you chose to continue your sexual relationship. Because let's be very, very honest. A lot of people nowadays are starting to open up about their sexuality, sexual preferences, um, what makes them happy in the bedroom and stuff. And because they're doing that, they're cutting people off left and right if you're not... um, if you're not upholding yourself to those standards or to their standards of what they want and what they need. So don't force yourself to enjoy something that you really don't. If you feel like there is something wrong or you're not satisfied and mentally you complain every single time or verbally you complain every single time, you might want to do like some self, excuse me, some soul searching. And see what it is if you really want. Like, is it really your partner or is it you? Bada bing, bada boo. Number two is open and willing to try new things. This is not me saying, like, um, let's say you're a cisgender heterosexual. What, Selena? That's wrong. Let's say you're a heterosexual male and you're, yeah, you're a heterosexual man and you don't do anything in the anal cavity. I'm not saying for you to have good sex, you should be open to having sex in the anal cavity or having your anal cavity penetrated, whatever, regardless of all the scientific facts behind it. You know, you should know yourself. You should know what makes you happy and what feels good, blah, 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 blah. But open to experiment, experimenting new things, could also mean willing to cross other boundaries that can build up to like that one big boundary to be broken because let's be honest a lot of times like boom I'll take it back one time um when Kevin Gates like first came out and he talked about eating booty it was a lot of people being like I ain't gonna eat no booty I don't eat booty 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 and now look at y'all, eating ass, head in the ass, nose in the ass, like you literally like nose deep in the ass. And it's not because you want to follow some trend. Well, I hope not. I'll say that. But for some people, it's not because they wanted to follow a trend or they wanted to fit in with what society says is normal. It's because they took the time to know and understand their partner. A, they realize how clean their partner is because which makes them comfortable enough to do it. Or if your partner is dirty and you like that kind of thing, you know, all you, but you recognize your partner has a hygiene routine, so it makes you comfortable to slip them out to this degree. And um, it doesn't, you don't feel bad doing it. And then also it's because of the feelings that you catch for a person. A lot of times when it comes to having great sex, it does connect to feelings Unless you really have that understanding between you and that person that I'm here for a good time. I want to catch a vibe and all this other kind of stuff. But when it comes to that, you have to be open and honest, which leads to my third tip. Because not all these tips necessarily pertain to a relationship. Because I never said that. Some of these can just be great sex partners. You can be open and honest with your with a good sex partner and not ever be like cuffed by them or you never cuffed them. But anyways, I just wanted to put the disclaimer out. 
Number three is not being afraid to tell your partner your desires, but also being honest with yourself. Those things go hand in hand because there's no way in hell you can sit here and tell me that you... Like, let's say, for example, you come to me and be like, Fairy, I like my pussy to be ate like this. I eat your pussy the exact way you tell me you like it. And then I try to follow your direction. You tell me go left, I go left. Five minutes here. Ooh, red light, green light, yellow light, whatever. You tell me all these things. And I'm following your directions as best as I can. And then you're like, mm, that's not it. Let's do this. Boom, we do that. And I'm like submitting to you because your desires matter to me. But then you're just constantly still like, mm, I don't know, mm, I don't know, mm, 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 mm. You need to look, again, within yourself and take the time to understand what you want. I tell you guys this a lot <clears throat> in my podcast because I truly, truly mean it. <clears throat> a lot of people don't take the time to understand themselves or their body. And it's because, honestly, who the fuck wants to sit here and learn something else? I'm not trying to be like rude or anything like that, but we already got to learn about <coughs> my voice just needs to come back. We did a lot of learning in school. Like we were all in school from the age of five ish up until 20 something. If you went to college or 18, if you didn't go to college, whatever the case may be, we all have had long ass periods of school. So the fact that we had to sit there and learn all of that stuff, then whatever career, job, occupation that we get into, we have to learn about that career, job, slash occupation. So that's a lot of learning in itself. Every day is a learning experience. So then the body that we've basically been growing with since birth, now we have to take the time to get to understand that person. And then on top of that, that person can be way more difficult, like knowing our body who we are, how we operate can be a very, very long process, but the process is a thousand percent worth it. I mean, it is because knowing yourself is not necessarily always good for your partner. It's good for yourself because let's say <clears throat> tell y'all my throat is like, no, 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 no. So let's say, um, Oh, what was the example that I was going to use? Okay, boom. Loving yourself, understanding yourself. Let's say you are in a fuck buddy situation. Friends with benefits, whatever. Casual sex. You hit them up. I can't make it today because of blah, blah, blah reason. If they even give a reason. If you even give a damn for a reason. Okay, I can't make it today. Boom. And you're really horny. Now, some people <clears throat> will be like, oh, I'll have more than one options if it's just casual sex. Not everyone is like that. Some people like to have casual sex with just one person because of their own reasons. Cool. Let's say you're the kind of person that has casual sex for your own reasons, and that's the only person you're having casual sex with. You're horny as hell. What are you going to do? Do you know how to get in the shower and like get yourself off? And possibly not even have to touch yourself. Do you know how to touch yourself in a way where you not only get off, but you get off and you're satisfied? Can you give yourself a mental orgasm and you don't have to do anything physical? Can you give yourself a physical one? Like, it's so many different things that you could do <clears throat> just because your partner couldn't hold up their end of the bargain. But we don't take the time to really understand and learn ourselves and all this other kind of stuff. And it's like, boom, for women, 
or people with vulvas, vaginas, vulva owners, whatever, we have periods and stuff like that. And we've taken the time to understand how our period operates. We understand that, oh, if I get real sluggish <clears throat> or grouchy, mean, my hormones change, all this other kind of stuff at a certain time of my, in the month, then boom, we know our period's going to come on. We know when our cycle comes on or our cycle is on and it's just blah, 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 because of the cramps and all these other symptoms. We've learned that about ourselves, but we don't take the time to learn our clitoris, our labia, our pleasure spots, our erogenous zones, what we like, what we don't like, all this other kind of stuff. Men, you guys may not go through a cycle, but you have a moment where you grow and develop an understanding with your penis. Whether your penis has a mind of its own, you know your penis has a mind of its own. And how do you know that? Because over time, you have built a relationship with your penis. Excuse me, I said men. I meant to say penis owners. Over time, you built a relationship with your penis that helps you better understand like how they operate use that same energy of understanding how they operate to know what you like and then boom once you figure out what you like communicate it with your partner some of you guys who aren't having the best sex of your life is because you're afraid to tell your partner what you want how you want it when you want it where you want it or what all you truly want because it's you're afraid of losing or the possibility of losing something like really, really special to you. And my only thing to say to that is you have to ask yourself, OK, so then what is more important is your sexual desires, your need to be um, lusted, fucked, sexed. I'm trying I was trying to figure out like sensual words to say, but I couldn't. So what's more important? Are your desires more important? The way that you want to be fucked? Is it more important? Or it, are their feelings more important? I'm going to always say put yourself first because you have to think of everybody in a situation. If at any time someone is put in a situation where they have to think about who is what people always think about themselves first. And you should put yourself first because you matter and you're important. Now, if your partner is somebody that you really want to be with forever and at one point you had a conversation and it didn't go the way that you expected and so now you're afraid to bring it up, still bring it up. But just talk about it in a way that's not like forceful or like you're going to do this. My desire is to get fucked by three men at one time. So you're going to let me have two more guys. Like who the fuck wants to be talked to like that? People don't even like don't even like being talked to like that in school. People don't like being talked like that on a regular basis. So don't unless that's your kink, that's what you like to be um talked to talked down upon in order to get what you want. If that's you, that's you. But if we're like just saying <clears throat> for people who don't view that as a kink or a fetish, don't talk to someone with aggression. <laughs> Especially when it comes to sex. Sex can be aggressive. It can be um, explosive. It can be random, rambunctious, rough. Sex can be so many different adjectives, but sex can also be passionate, um, beautiful, smooth, lustful. Um, Yeah, I couldn't think. (laughs) I couldn't think of any other adjective to describe it. So 
just approach the person how you want to be approached, but discuss your desires and your wants and your needs. And even then, if your desires is to add more people into the bedroom or wanting to sleep with more people, a lot of people are deciding to open up about um, wanting to sleep with others, being in open relationships. And also statistics have recently shown that a lot of marriages, after so much time, they start to open up and have open relationships and get into swinging and all this other kind of stuff. It's not to say that, you know, open relationships or sleeping with other people is the way to go, but there are multiple things that a lot of people require in the bedroom. Some people don't. Some people are like the basic things in life. And some people want and require more. For vulva owners, I've said this in my Zoom um, calls and stuff, that we are difficult. And it's not because, like, it's a bad thing. It's just because of how our body is set up. Our body is set up of so many different... Our vulva, specifically, has so many different nerves that connects everything together to make sure stimulation is ensured. So, I mean, if I have to rely on one person to get the job done, but I keep telling this one person what to do to get the job done and they can't, they can only get one job done, but I can still love and lust them and go on to somebody else. Like, you know, it's different ways to really get what you want in the bedroom, And there's different levels to it. But for one, like I said, it's about understanding yourself first and making sure that this is a thousand percent that what you want. Because it's not like, because also imagine you come to your partner and be like, hey, I want to have a threesome. Whatever kind of threesome you want, because I'm not going to go through that whole debacle again. But you go to your partner and be like, hey, I want a threesome. And your partner's like, okay, cool. And then they go forward. They try to help you get a threesome, A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Then when it's like getting close to the time, I don't want a threesome. I'm not okay with it. My body, blah, 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 blah. Like all of your reasons to why you don't want to have one no more. Me personally, I wouldn't, I would not get offended from that because nerves, people can change their mind at any moment, any second. But there are people who will sit there and be like, you told me that this is what you wanted. So I'm trying to give you what you want and yet you're still not satisfied and you go through these loops and turns and stuff like that to me because of my profession and what I want to do in life I am more understanding but I'm referring to like the general population it's not that they're not understanding it just comes from a place of I'm trying to give you what you want but you don't know what you want so how can I truly satisfy somebody who do not who does not know what it takes to make them happy so Take the time to learn yourself. And then once you learn what you like, what you dislike, and all this other kind of stuff, then communicate your desires to your fuck buddy partner, lifelong, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And the last tip actually goes along with the third tip. You need to lust and love yourself. And you need to lust and love yourself. A lot of us love ourselves, but we don't lust ourselves. Do you look in the mirror and be like, damn, I would fuck me? What whatever um <clears throat> excuse me, whatever is your sexuality preference, go to the other side and ask yourself, would you fuck yourself? Me, I identify as a heterosexual woman and when I look in the mirror, I would tell myself like if I was a dude, I would fuck my female ver I would fuck the female version of myself. And that's just because 
I lust myself. I, I like my ass. I like my boobs. I like my pussy. I like the fact that my pussy is fat. I like the fact that I have extra flubber around my body. Like, it may not matter to anyone else how I feel about my body, but it matters as fuck to me because if I lust and I love myself, no matter whenever I have sex with myself, with my partner, or with other people, whatever the case may be, I'm going to have a good time. I'm going to put effort into making this an enjoyable moment because... I lust myself and I love myself. So because I do those two things, I'm going to make sure that my pleasure is just as important as the other person's. If there is another person, because I might masturbate. Lust yourself. Look at yourself. Appreciate all your curves and stuff like that. Yes, there are things that you might want to change. Who doesn't? I want the fact that I got these ugly ass acne scars on my face that came from my freaking cycle or because I'm not, um, or because I wasn't having sex for real because of my cycle, whatever the case may be. But there are things that people want to change all the time. Whether you feel like you're too fat, you're too skinny, or um, your ankles look weird. You don't like the fact that your toes curl to the left, right, whatever. You don't like your freckles. You love your freckles. You don't like your dimples. Whatever issues you have with your body, everyone has something that they would like to change. Everyone. But even if there are things that you would like to change about your body, of course you could always change it. You can always, there's always a way to go and change the things that you want, whether it's working out, surgery, um, finding a skincare routine, if it's acne purposes, excuse me, if it's hair, hair treatments, like it's so many things and ways to get the things that you want from your body and stuff like that. So if there are ways to fix it, instead of always complaining about it and being upset with it or feeling like these are the reasons and the things as to why I don't love myself or I don't not love myself, but I don't lust myself. Look at them as like a personality trait. If someone comes to you and says, like, explain your personality to me, you'll be like, I'm funny. I'm, I'm charismatic. I'm enthusiastic. I am empathetic, sympathetic, whatever your personality traits are. But these are things that make up you. These are things that make you happy. These are things that when you introduce yourself to other people, this is why they gravitate towards you. Your body ain't no different. What is your body? Your body's beautiful. It's a work of art. It's a song. It's a melody. It is long. It's short. It's fat. It's round. It's skinny. It doesn't matter what it is because those adjectives make up a part of who you are and you should appreciate who you are. You're all beautiful people. Whether someone says, whether someone thinks you're ugly or not, we're all ugly to somebody. Some people think Beyonce is ugly. People think Rihanna is ugly. People think I'm ugly. People think that you're ugly. But who gives a fuck? Because their spirit is, I said that so country, their, their spirit could just be ugly or they could just be a hater. Or simply put, their opinion doesn't matter because of how you view yourself. So if you take the time to actually love and lust yourself, there will definitely be a huge difference in your sex life. So to make a difference in your sex life, basically, or to know if you're having good sex or just to test the theory to see if you're having good sex, don't try to complain about everything. Some things you could go with the flow with or some things you need to figure out if it's you or if it's your partner. That's definitely what I should have said. Is it you or is it your partner? Boom. Number two, open and willing to try new things. You're open and willing because you're trusting, understanding, and you're patient. Sex is all of those things. And that's sad that literally 
a lot of us grew up with understanding that sex is either made was either to procreate or it's something that you see in porn. Like sex was always put as this um weird taboo type thing when if we want to be like honest, it's just an act between two or more consenting adults who want to have a good time. And it's like, if you want to have a good time, you got to figure out all the things that you want to do. When you go to a fucking amusement park, do you ride one roller coaster or do you ride all of them? Bada bing, bada boom, bada bam. Number three, don't be afraid to tell your partner your desires, but also make sure you are being honest with yourself. Don't sit there and come to your partner and give them a list of shit when you don't even know if you a thousand percent or even 50 percent like anything on that list. Don't say that you want to have a threesome. You're in a heterosexual relationship and you want to have a threesome, but you have never kissed a girl. You don't even know what it's like to be with a girl. You don't even like what you don't even like when a girl touches you when you go to the club. You know what I mean? Like it's a lot of things that you can try and things that you might be like open to, but understand the difference between a fantasy and what you want in reality. In the fantasy world where you're thinking about it, dreaming about it, <coughs> excuse me, or it's in your head. But sure, anything can happen in your fantasy world. You can do whatever the fuck you want. But do you want that to be a reality? And you have to ask yourself that. And once you determine that um, some of these fantasies are what you want to be reality, then discuss those desires and more with your partner. It's nothing hard to it. And then the last tip is, of course, to love and lust yourself. You have to do both. And it takes time to really do both because no one really ever taught us how to love ourselves. When we was growing up, we had a bunch of people just telling us that they love us. But how do I love myself? How did you learn to love someone else? How did you learn to love your parents? Do you love your parents just because your parents always told you they love you? So you was like, shit, I'm going to say it back. Or do you actually love your parents? Did you say I love you too to your partner because they actually because you actually love them? Or did you say I love you too just because they said it and you feel like... That's what you're supposed to say back. What is love? Who taught you love? And do you feel that same kind of love for yourself? Lust yourself as well. Appreciate yourself. If you can't look in the mirror and be like, I would fuck me. No matter what my sexuality preference is, I would fuck me. I would be the exception. Then, hey, that's how you have to view And those aren't the only things that you need in order to have good, great, whatever sex. But I feel like personally, those are the foundation, the foundation of it is always understanding yourself first before communicating it or bring it to the table with your partner. So then you guys can discuss it because you never know what a person is willing to do for to make you happy. You never know until you try. We could just give it a try. But I hope you guys enjoy this episode. I hope you guys also who's listening to my podcast, you've been enjoying Raw Ramble. Because, baby, I still got more stuff coming. So, you know, I hope you guys are enjoying your life. I hope you're enjoying your day. I hope you've been enjoying my content. And I will see you guys next Thursday when I post the next episode. And I hope you have, like I said, a great night.